its part And let him reign in my life and my heart His love has done its part Welcome to Healing Hidden Wounds with Lee and Shay Preston, directors of Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We pray those who feel forgotten by Christ or who don't feel worthy to call upon the name of Jesus can come to find His hope, His grace, His healing, and ultimately, His love. Let's listen in as Lee and Shay seek to offer real answers to life's tough questions. Well, good evening, and we're glad to be here tonight. Uh, I'm Lee Preston. You're you're joining Healing Hidden Wounds Radio, sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. And I'm here tonight with Shay. Hi, Shay. Good evening. We are glad to be here, and we are looking tonight at, at trust and trying to trust God and learning what trust really is. And the important thing is, you know, part of our... Our goal is to help people find hope and healing. And part of the ways that we look to find more hope and healing is by trusting the Lord. Sometimes some of our biggest brokennesses can be caused by a fear or lack of trust or sometimes those hard places to go. We choose not to go because we're afraid that we can't trust God through the pain or trust him through our brokenness. And so we're going to talk a little bit tonight about trusting God versus trusting in God. And we're glad to have you. Why don't we pray before we get started? Thank you, Jesus, for just uh, being here tonight and for being our hope and our future. We also thank you, Lord, for just loving us exactly the way we are. We also thank you, Father, for never leaving us where we are for taking us to the new places, for taking us to the places of your hope and your healing. And Father, I just pray for someone who might be listening out there who needs some trust tonight, who needs to be able to trust you, who needs to be able to trust that there's a God who cares, a God who wants to hear the deepest struggles of our heart. And so I just pray, Jesus, whomever may be listening Maybe they're having a struggle with trust tonight. And I just pray, Father, that you'd meet us here, that you would join us on this on this radio show, that you'd sit with us tonight in the station here, and that you would just be our hope and our wisdom and our and our love. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, again, we're glad that you're here, and we thank you for joining us. Uh, you're listening to... K- Healing Hidden Wounds Radio, sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. And we are a call-in show, and so if you'd like to call in, if you hear something you have a question about or you'd like to make a comment, you're welcome to call in at 210-340-9585. That's our local number. We'd love to hear from you. Shadow of His Wings Ministry is a healing and counseling ministry. We try to offer healing for folks who struggle in all kinds of areas, Shay and I both have come out of our own brokenness, and we have found great hope and healing in the Lord, and we believe that uh, Jesus came to set the captive free, and we'd love to be able to help you all find freedom as well. Well, we're talking tonight, like I said, about trusting God versus trusting in God, and that 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 saying or that 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 statement comes from a place in my own life when I was going through my own healing. And I had visited a church, and 
this uh, this woman came up to me after the church service, and she just walked up to me, and she looked me square in the eye, and she said, God wants me to let you know that you don't really trust him. And you would think that I was open to hearing that. You would think that I would have a heart to actually go, oh, wow, thank you so much for telling me that. But, you know, I had been saved at the age of eight years old, and I was thinking, hmm, you know, that's interesting for her to tell me that. I've known Jesus since I was eight, and of course I trust him. Well, and she didn't even know you. That's right. Didn't know me, and nor did I know her. And so I'm thinking, you know, she's one of those, you know, holy roller people that, uh, you know, just come up and get a word from the Lord. And I bet it wasn't really from the Lord, but uh, I've come a long way since then. And so I, I say that in jest. But over the next oh, three to six months, God began to talk to me about what it means to trust him versus trusting in him. And. I think what God was trying to show me is, is it's easy to trust in a God. It's easy to trust in God and say, there is a God that orders my steps. But it's harder to take that a little bit further and say, do I really trust God? Do I trust God for everything that comes across my path? And that's what he began to try to show me is, Lee, you trust in me, but you don't trust me. Um, our former pastor, we haven't been out to the church in a while, but we used to go to Oak Hills Church in Max Lucado. I always liked what he had to say. He said, you know, when you can't trust God's hand, trust his heart. Which means when you can't see where God's working, trust that he's there no matter what and that he's trustworthy. And so trying to understand the trustworthiness of God and what God's trust what trusting God really means in the places of our struggles and in the places of our lives as we walk down this road. And that's kind of what we're talking about tonight. I'd like to share a verse. Uh, the first verse that we're going to share tonight is is Proverbs 3, 5, and it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. I think it's an interesting journey to trust the Lord with all of our heart and lean not on our own understanding. Well, because first we, I mean, you can't, it's very hard to take your heart and your mind out of the picture. That's right. And I guess, I guess I'm not really saying your heart, it's more your mind because that's taking your control away. Well, don't you think that's something we all struggle with is control? Sure. It's like the minute we think we can trust God, then we we kind of take the reins and say, well, I can trust you as long as I get to do it the way I want to do it. Exactly. Or the way that feels most comfortable to me. Well, and I'm not sure what to expect if I trust you, God. That's right, because you may ask me to do something that takes me outside of my comfort zone. or It may not fit into the picture that I'm imagining should happen. That's right. You know, and it's uh, one of the reasons why we also started talking about trust is is there was a, a woman that I spoke with at some point this week who said, you know, I can, her husband had hurt her, and she said, you know, I can, I can trust God, but I can't trust my husband. And that kind of came, brought to mind some, some, some thoughts about what do you do when you can trust God, but you can't trust the people in your life? Well... I don't know that we're supposed to trust people. 
Uh-oh, that's it's a ultima- shock, right? It's ultimately God. And I think that's scary for some people, is is some people are maybe thinking right now, well, I'd, I'm supposed to be able to trust the people that I'm closest to. True. But I think it's an important thought to begin at least looking at, did God really say we are to put our trust in others? No. I've never read anywhere. Well, and, and it, there's many times in the Bible that says that we are not to trust others. Uh, Psalms 118.8 says, It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. Right. Now, I think we struggle with that because, you know, you get married, you believe you're supposed to be able to trust your spouse. You have children, you hope you can trust your children. You know, we, we try to live in a place where we want to build trust. But I think what we're talking about tonight is what if God were to say, I have a plan for you, and it includes you trusting me in spite of what you might see. And in spite of the hurt you may experience. Absolutely. Well, let's think about this. If you have comments or questions, we'd love to hear from you. Our number is 210-340-9585. And sometimes, even in healing, God calls us to take a step out. A step of faith that, that says, trust me, even when the world would say, do it this way. The world would say, or maybe even all of your understanding in your mind is saying, no, you, I should do it this way. But sometimes God says, wait, trust me, walk with me, and my path may not actually be the one you think you should be on. So I'm just asking you to think about tonight What if trusting God means that you are out of control? You're not in the seat of making the decisions. Because sometimes God says, I want, I want to make the decision. And I, and will you trust me in it? Well, and I don't know that it's exactly that He wants to make the decision. It is that I have a plan for your life. My best plan for you. My best plan. Absolutely. Do you trust me? And do you trust me to get you there even though you may not trust where I'm taking you at first. Right. So let's talk a little bit about trusting God versus trusting in man. What do you think scares people the most about trusting God? Well, I think the scary thing, like I said just a little bit ago, is that you don't know that God really is going to to um, protect you. I think sometimes people doubt, doubt that God is really going to be there for them. Absolutely. You know, I think it takes a foundation of just being really sure in who God is to you and your belief and your faith in him. Absolutely. And sometimes we want to throw up walls, right? Sure. We want to throw up a wall that says, no, that person has hurt me, so... I don't have to be around them anymore, and therefore I don't have to worry about whether I can trust them anymore. And yet God may say, do you trust me? Right. You know, can you stay in this place until you see something different? Can you stay in this place until you see until you see my hand versus what you think your hand looks like? And that's kind of the struggle sometimes, is figuring out what do I do <clears throat> When I'm afraid that God may be asking me something that I don't really know what to do. 
Well, I think we might have a call. I think we do. And uh, as soon as, well, we may have lost that call. So if that was you, you may want to call back. Well, and I was just going to say that, that um, you know, when somebody has hurt you, you were talking about if somebody hurts you and then, and then God saying, well, do you trust me? I think that is it probably at that point is pretty important to to a step a first step may be admitting your anger you know because sometimes in your anger and in your hurt you want to uh you want to get revenge you know and um so I think it's important to just kind of acknowledge those and give those to God as well. Sure. And and absolutely looking at the trust and your anger and even maybe your fear, you know. Yeah. The the Bible also says that perfect love drives out all fear. And and so I believe personally that trusting God at least from my own journey from trusting just in God Versus trusting God has been one of realizing that I can share with him. You know, I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid of what you're asking me to do. You know, we talk a lot on the uh, on this show about healing and going back and looking at our wounds. And sometimes those wounds are hurtful. Sometimes they're wounds of rejection or abandonment, abuse. Sometimes they're wounds of of brokenness that we've experienced as children. And sometimes God does say, you know, I'd like for you to go back through that and let's walk through it together this time. And I think true healing comes when you're willing to do that. But it's a little bit scary. So some of us say, oh, no, I can't do that, Lord. That's too scary. So you must not be asking me to do that. And yet trusting him says, I can trust you even when I'm afraid. I can trust that you're going to walk through this with me, even when it might hurt. That your best for me is bigger than my fear. Right. Your best for me is bigger than my fear of how much this might hurt. Because I remember going through through healing, and I remember as you went through healing, I mean, there's a lot of fear, and there's a lot of pain sometimes. Because mm-hmm. it brings up our past, it brings up our hurts, it brings up a, a, abandonments and rejections. But the only way to look at those things is to go back and see them. And sometimes when God says to do that, we go, oh, no, I can't do that. That must not be you, God. I trust in you, but I don't trust you right now. I'm afraid to trust you. And that's kind of what we're talking about tonight. And maybe maybe you're struggling a little bit about trusting God with your broken places. The number is 210-340-340. Nine five eight five. We'd love to hear from you if you're going through a place right now where you're trying to trust in the Lord, where you're trying to build trust to to walk through something. Maybe it's a divorce. Maybe it's a, a separation. Maybe it's a broken place in your marriage. You know, that's uh, something that we work a lot with is is husbands and wives who say, you know, I can't trust my spouse, so therefore I just need to get out. And yet, what if God is saying? Stay. What if God is saying, trust me through this? I brought you together. I will heal your marriage. You know, sometimes our fear says, oh, no, I I don't need to still be here. Uh, He's hurt me or she's hurt me. But sometimes it's a trust issue of do I really trust in God 
or do I really trust in this person? And if all trust is lost in this person, do I still trust in God? I want to read another verse here. It's Micah 7, 5. It says, Put no trust in a neighbor. Have no confidence in a friend. Guard the doors of your mouth from her who lies in your arms. You know, I think I think that says pretty loudly, don't put your trust in the people around you. Put your trust in God. God's best is always for you. His heart is always bent towards the good things that he wants to give you, whether your current situation looks that way or not. Right. Well, let's look at some other things about trusting God. I wonder how, I guess we should talk maybe a little bit, how do you trust someone who's hurt you? How do you begin to, to build trust in someone who has hurt you or or what do you do when someone hurts you? And I think our, our reaction sometimes is to just say, I don't trust you, so I don't have to relate to you. But I think it's important to begin looking at when someone hurts us, we may pull in the welcome mat. We may close the door and say, you know what, you've hurt me. I'm not going to trust you anymore. But as you begin to trust God, what if he says, you know, continue to love? Continue to show this person love, even though they've hurt you, and trust in me. I will protect your heart. I am the protector of your heart. And that's an important place, is what do you do when someone hurts you, or what do you do when someone does break your trust? You know, do you immediately say, I'm out of that picture, or I'm not going to be in this picture anymore? Or do you say, you know what, God is calling me to do something different. And I promise you, folks, God does not work along the guidelines of our world. He works outside the guidelines of our world. And what I mean by that is sometimes he may say, it's like this woman who told me, I trust my God, but I don't trust my husband. But what if God is saying, I'm I'm calling you to stay to help your husband heal? Or I'm calling you, you to help your wife heal? I, I'm... Yes, they've broken your trust, but put your trust in me for the moment. Well, put your trust in me permanently, and I will show you the ways to get to the places you should be. I will help change your heart. You know, I'm just going to say sometimes it's, it's hard to stay in a place, or sometimes it's hard to continue to trust. You know, that's why we don't always... And in our ministry, we don't always ascribe too much to the old tough love thing. Because tough love sometimes says, you know what, I'm kicking you out until, or I'm not going to have anything to do with you until. And you know, sometimes God just doesn't always work that way. I'm not saying it's not always, it's it's never a good thing. But sometimes, you, if you really listen to God, you might hear him say, stay with it, keep trusting me. Don't put your trust in that person, but stay with me, and I'll get you there. Well, and I was just sitting here thinking, you know, about trustworthiness. And it talks a lot in the Bible about trustworthiness. And I think the importance is is not necessarily focusing on somebody else and what they can do for you. It's it's. It's being a trustworthy person yourself. 
Absolutely. You know, like what would trustworthiness, like the character of trustworthiness, what would that be to you? Well, I think like we talked earlier, I think trustworthiness is is a very close uh is very close to integrity. Having an integrity. You know, and certainly we want that in our spouse. We want to to d- help develop that in our children and we want friends who have integrity and trustworthiness. We're not talking about about those those qualities not being there or, or us never hoping that they'll be there. Right. We're saying what happens when that breaks down. Right. But certainly, you know, we want trustworthiness in our, in the, in our loved ones. We want to be able to, to be trustworthy. And I think that's very similar to, I mean, I think what you're saying is, is, is when we focus ourselves on our own heart, what would we want to be? Well, we want to be trustworthy. Trustworthy is is not is not being two sided, not speaking out of both sides of your mouth. Being trustworthy says, I really don't want to hurt this person. So I'm going to be as transparent and as available as possible because I want them to see that I'm the same person on the inside that I am on the outside. And so trustworthiness to me means that, you know, I may not always be perfect and I may not always be, I may make mistakes, but for the most part, you can trust that my best, my heart is, is bent towards my best for you. Right. And that is what we're looking for. We're absolutely looking for that in friends and in spouses. But what do you do when someone falls into the place of a broken trust? And, and whether your kids, you know, sometimes it's, it's a kid who, who leaves the church or who walks away from what his parents have taught him all these years. And so when that's a broken place of distrust, then it's like, what do we do with this? Well, that's where we have to sometimes, well, that's why, in my opinion, where we always fall back on. My God is trustworthy and I will continue to love this person even when they're not lovable. Or even when they're untrustworthy. Right. Even when I don't see trust in them. And that's what we're talking about tonight. So maybe you've had an experience where you've had to love someone and, and, and work through a relationship with someone even when you didn't know how to trust them. And we'd like to hear from you. Our number is 210-340-9585. And you're listening to Healing Hidden Wounds where we really do try and offer Real-life answers to life's tough questions. It is hard to trust someone or to try to love someone when you have a hard time trusting them. We are Shadow of His Wings Ministry, and if you'd ever like to check us out, you're welcome to go to www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com. We provide healing and counseling, and we also have uh, counseling and healing retreats. So you may want to check us out every once in a while, at least a couple of times a month. We have a healing retreat or we have a weekend where we offer healing for, say, wives whose husbands are addicted to pornography. We also have a, a men's retreat where we work with men who who want to, to become more impassioned and fervent warriors of Christ. You know, we have great moments uh, out at our retreat center, the Agape Dome, that we, we love having people out because it's what God gave us a vision for, and that is to have a healing place, a place where people can know more about Christ. 
Join us after the break and we'll keep talking and you can welcome to call in at 210-340-9585. Love is done its part And let him reign in my life and my heart Love is done its part now let him reign in my life and my heart. Your love is done its part. Now let him reign in my life and my heart. Your love is done its part. Now let him reign in my life and my heart. Your love is done its part. Your love is done its part. Let him reign in my life and my heart. Love is done, it's hard. Well, welcome back. You're listening to Healing Hidden Wounds Radio, sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We're glad you're here. We are a call-in show, and if you'd like to call in, you're welcome to at 210-340-9585. We'd love to hear from you. We're talking tonight about trust and learning how to trust God and not just trust in God. And some of the things that came to my mind as we were sitting in, in the break is is what people really do put their trust in sometimes. And some of those things are are things that are a little more tangible. Sometimes people put their trust in money. Sometimes people put the, their, their trust in a government. Uh, sometimes they put their trust in people. And something Shay wrote that I, I, I want to talk about is sometimes people put their trust in themselves. And so it's beginning to look at your framework of trust. What you, what, who you trust and, and do you really trust God in all of those areas of your life? Do you trust Him for your finances? Do you trust Him even when the government may not be doing the things that you think it should? Do you trust Him over the government? Do you trust Him over yourself? And let's talk a little bit about what that means when people put trust in themselves over God. Well, to me, it's all based in fear. I mean, if somebody believes them or trusts them themselves, that's basically saying, you know what, I'm afraid to let, I'm afraid to trust you because then I take, that takes my control and places it in your hands, whoever that is. I'm not talking about God, but I'm talking about when you have problems with trusting your spouse or, or trusting another individual. Uh, it may even be, it may even be God that you have problems, you know, trusting him because, you know what, as long as, you know, I know what's going to happen, I'm taking the steps, I'm making the choices, I'm going in this direction, then I know where I'm going. Sure. Or you feel like you know where you're going. Sure. And and the the enemy of trust is oftentimes control. Sure. It's when we feel like we have to be in control. You know, I I remember a time when I applied for a different job and and it was just a, a blind ad that I responded to and I wasn't sure what was going to happen and yet I just happened to end up getting the job and it was a job that led me to you it was a job <laughs> that led me to finding my wife and and everything that initially took me to that job was not 
things that were, were things that I didn't trust. I didn't really know that I wanted to be there. I didn't know if I really wanted to work there. But it was amazing how God took that that experience and said, if you'll just trust me, then I will show you what's next. And I know even when, you know, when when life began to progress and and when you and I ended up getting married, there were folks saying, oh, you know, this is, are you sure you should be getting married and all that kind of thing. And the amazing thing about that was is we kept hearing God say, it is, this is who I've given you. This is who you are to marry. And I think that's an amazing thing because sometimes God's way, well, it's actually not sometimes, a lot of times, God, God's ways are not man's ways. Exactly. And it's finding that ability to trust outside the box. If you only trust God within the framework of what you understand, then you will miss out on a lot that God has to offer you. Exactly. And, and so that is what I think is most important is with our money, with our government, with people, with, with things that we put our trust in. If we could really just say, you know what, Lord, I will trust you fully, no matter what. I will wait till you show me what's next. And I think one of the things that maybe people are also fearful of is, will I really hear from God? And if I hear from him, will I really hear what he's saying? Sometimes we get worried. You know, I don't know about someone listening out there, but I know, you know, in my quiet times, even there, there are times when I'll sit there and I'll, I'll be praying about something and I, and I listen for, you know, 7.8 minutes. And if I don't hear immediately from God, it's like, oh, well, I guess you're not going to talk to me about that today. And so it builds, uh, sometimes a fear of trusting because I'm worried. Am I going to really hear from you? Am I going to really, Am I going to hear what you're really trying to tell me? And so we tend to take over when we're afraid we haven't heard from God. And so I just offer that to anyone who might be listening, that, you know, God loves to share with us his His best. He loves to tell us who we are. He loves to tell us his plans for us. And so he does want to share with us the things that, that are next in our lives, the things that are in, he's involved in. I'd like to share with you the number if you'd like to call in. Our number is 210-340-9585. We'd love to hear from you. I want to share an, another verse, uh, Psalms 118, 8 and 9. It says, It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. And so we've talked a little bit about what people put their trust in. What I think is also interesting is to begin looking at what does it mean to place our full trust in God? I think trusting in God can be a scary journey. It can be a a journey that doesn't always take us to the places of safety. God is sometimes not always safe, but he's always good. I think we have a caller, so we'll, we'll keep talking for a little bit until we get that caller on the line. God loves to to in, inspire in us a faith journey, a journey that takes us to the places of hope and a place that takes us to his best, even when it doesn't always look exactly the way we think it should. And I think it's, it's amazing to begin to trust God, even when it doesn't look exactly what we think it should look like. 
All right. Well, we're waiting for a call. I think. I think we have a caller on the line. Her name's Susie, uh, and we'll get that call. Hi, Susie. You're on the line with Shadow of His Wings Ministry. Are you there, Susie? Susie, are you there? Well, we're waiting for Susie to come on. Hi, Susie. You're on the air with Shadow of His Wings Ministry. Oh, well. Are you on the air? Well, I'm sorry, I'm not able to hear hear you, Susie. I'm not sure what's wrong. Let's see what happens here. Okay, Hello. there you are. Hi, Susie. Now we can hear you. Sorry, we had some technical difficulty there. You're on the air with Shadow of His Wings Ministry. What's your question Hi. or comment? Well, I spoke to you guys last weekend about my daughter. Yes, ma'am. And you gave me an eight 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 number, which I wasn't able to write down. I wondered if you could give me that number again. Most definitely, Susie. Our our office number is 210-887-9007. Okay, 210-887-9007. That's correct. That's correct. How's your daughter doing? Well, I haven't talked to her yet, and I just found out she's leaving for travel on Tuesday, so I want to give her the number to call and speak with you, too. <laughs> well, you just go ahead and do that. We'd love to hear from her, and we'll be able to, glad to help in any way we can. Thank you so much. I appreciate your ministry. You're very welcome. Thanks for calling in again. God bless. God bless you, too. Well, just in case you didn't hear, uh, we are, we are, we, our office number is 210-887-9007. And we're always available to help folks who, who just even have questions. Shay and I both came out of homosexuality and out of a brokenness in our own past. And God has provided us healing. And that's why we do what we do today. And um, he's just a God who loves to heal, and he's also a God who loves to set the captives free. So if you have any struggles, uh, if you struggle with things that you can't seem to let go of or break, you can put your trust in him, and he can help you find freedom. And that's the that's the great place. What happens when you've gotten so hurt by people that you don't trust anyone? Well, I think what sometimes happens is that your heart tends to start to shut down. And I just feel led right now to speak to that person out there whose heart may have shut down, whose whose heart has gotten so hurt by people that that they just don't know who to trust anymore. Because so oftentimes sometimes our our trust in the Lord is affected by whether we can trust people. Because sometimes we put the face of, of that person that we distrust on God. And the, and the most amazing thing is, is that He is always trustworthy even when others aren't. And so maybe you're sitting there and you're thinking, you know what? I don't go out as much as I used to. I don't go to church anymore. Or when I go, I hardly speak to anyone. 
You know, sometimes we have gotten so broken and hurt by people that we've just shut down and we don't trust anyone. And God wants to hear from you. God wants you to cry out to him and show him or, or just tell him what you feel. Because we do get hurt along this road and sometimes those hurts lead us to, to close our heart. And I promise you the best place is, is to have your heart flowing. To have a heart that allows God's love and wisdom and hope to flow through there because the less that we can, tr- the less we believe we can trust, the more we will lose hope. Because you need all of those things to grasp hope. Exactly. Well, I was just, I mean, I was just sitting here and I was thinking what it, when I first started, when I first started really walking the journey with God and, and, you know, how hard it was to trust. I mean, it was hard because I've been through a lot of hurt in my past. And, and so it was really hard for me to grasp the whole concept of you trust God, but you don't trust people because, I mean, because we as, we as people are made with an inward thing to love and to, and that's just something that is God given, you know, but in our love, we're not called to trust, but we are called to love. Amen. I mean, that is, that is something God calls us to do. It doesn't say in the Bible that we're supposed to trust others, you know, and I was sitting and I was thinking, because I was doing some some studying today, and so it just keeps coming to my mind about about the story of King Saul, and and how you know Samuel that he went to the people and he was you know he let them know you know in his last days that you know God appointed. Moses and Aaron and, and all of, all of the people up to that point, Joshua, and he appointed them, you know, and he goes through and he talks about how, you know, that they cried, you know, in their, in their hurt and in their pain as they're, they're, you know, seeking his face, they cried out to the Lord. And he says, but you, they cried out to Samuel. He says, you cried out to me and you said, we want a king, you know, and so King Saul came in, you know, and the Lord let, let King Saul be king. You know, he let Saul be king, you know, because he heard the cries of his people. However, his people cried to Samuel, not to God, not to the Lord. And so he kind of reprimands them at that point and says, you know, you need to, you know, follow after God. You need to trust God. You know, and those things are good. But when you don't do that, God's hand will be away from you. Amen. You know, and so I'm just, I'm just wanting to offer that even, you know, in my past and thinking about, and I'm not saying that I always trust. I mean, I still struggle with trusting God. I think we all do. Yeah. I mean, there's times when I just, you know, I, I know God has my, has me in mind and he has a plan for my life. But sometimes when I don't see it, I don't see it there, you know, I start fearing. 
you know, and I cry sometimes because it's like, you know, God, have you have you left me? I mean, are you really going to let this happen? Amen. You know, but I'm also crying because it just hurts. It hurts to be hurt by people. I mean, it hurts because you want to be able to love people. You want you want all the good things. You know, it's great to love and it's great to be loved. And so and that takes trust, you know, but the trust really does come when you trust God and um, and you seek his face. Absolutely. And it's not always a great feeling thing, especially when it comes to loving and well, especially when it comes to trusting somebody that's hurt you. Because, like, really, I've I've got to do this again, and what if they do that again? You know, what if they right. hurt me again? Right. And it kind of it, it runs a little bit into the place where we were last week talking about forgiveness. But, but we really have to remember that, like you just said, trust, when you put your trust in God, then he directs your steps. And it's really... It's, it's, it's allowing your heart to forgive, but, but never really feeling like, you know what, I have to, I'm called to trust this person because I'm not. I'm called to love this person. Well, exactly. Because it's kind of, and when I was talking about Saul, you know, it's that whole thing. It's, it's like, you know, if you're not trusting in the Lord, if you're not trusting the Lord for your, for your steps and your paths you're going, then, you know, that's when it goes wrong. Right. Well, because the eyes of the Israelites, the children of God, were off of God at that moment, saying, we want someone to guide us. We want someone to lead us. Yet they had the ultimate leader all along. God led them. God appointed the people to, to lead them. It's when they started looking around and seeing that, well, we want a king like all the other folks have. They began to look in the, in the, in the backyards of all their neighbors and say, well, their grass looks greener. And I want to, we want a king. And yet they already had the most ultimate king who knew exactly what was coming next. And yet in his love, he gave them what they asked for. And so I think it's amazing that, that God is so trustworthy that he will give us what we ask for and yet clean up our messes when we fail. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it is amazing to walk through the pathways of what God has for us when we, when we want to go our own way. You know, I, I think what you wrote earlier on your sheet of paper about us wanting to trust ourselves is, is really a key here. And and I just pray right now for people who have put their hopes in themselves. You know, we serve a God who loves us exactly as who we are. But if we don't understand our own weaknesses, our own inabilities that we may not always know, then we can lose out on a lot of God's best, which is exactly what the children of Israel met with Saul, is they, they lost out on some of God's best in that moment. Did he ultimately bring David the king? Yes. But but we can lose out. And I, I really want to challenge folks to begin looking at that statement. We are not called to trust, but we are called to love. And that's for any situation that you might be facing right now. You know, I've been hurt by someone. Is God calling me to cut them out of my life? 
I promise you folks, he very seldom does that. So, so maybe a good question or a good thing to say is, you know, like when, when you have this question, you know, how do I trust somebody that's hurt me? You know, I can trust God, but I can't trust my husband. Right. You know, we'll take that example. You know, it's, maybe it's asking the question, and I'm just, it's just a suggestion and tell me your thoughts, is saying, I don't trust my husband, so God, how can I love my husband? Well, I, I think it's important to, to remember the verse in Luke then that says it's easy to love those who love you, but what about those who hate you? Right. You know, God calls us to love even when someone is hurting us. And I know that flies in the face of, of the world. It flies in the face of our society. It says, you know, if this person is untrustworthy, mm-hmm. you know, I would offer to folks who might be struggling, whether it be with a husband or a wife or, uh, or a kid or a friend, you know, can you look at this person past this thing that's caused you to lose trust? Are there other places in your life where you have been able to trust them? Can you look at the other places of their heart that may not be this particular thing, but can you see that they are trustworthy in other places in their life? Can you see that they've been trustworthy to you in other places? And Lord, can you show me why would this person hurt me in this place? What has happened that's caused them in their brokenness to hurt me in this place? Well, and I've, I've heard it said before, and, and I can't remember who said it, but it's, um, Lord, help me to see this person in your eyes or Amen. through your eyes. Amen. To get compassion. Right. And to be able to commiserate or at least understand why this person may have done what they did that caused you to lose trust. Is it because of a brokenness in their life? Is it because of a, a place in their own life where they are lost? Is it a place in their life where they aren't seeking the Lord? Is it that they they are struggling in this particular area and, and, and in their struggles they've hurt you? That's usually what happens. You know, uh, a, a husband has an affair. It's like, you did this to hurt me. Really? Are you sure? Or maybe God might show you that he did that because he's broken. And if he's willing to turn from that and try and figure out something new, try to figure out a place of reconciliation, then maybe God's calling you to stay. Well, my wife has spent up the bank account. Well, does she do that because she's malicious or did she do it because there's a brokenness there? And maybe he's calling you to love her and he'll make up the difference. He's trustworthy to provide for you even when your bank account's gone. He's trustworthy to provide for that wife in her lonely places even when her husband is broken. You know, those are not really great things that we like to hear. They're great things, all right, but they're sometimes not things that we like to hear. We want to hear, I shouldn't have to be in this because look at what he's done. Or I shouldn't have to do this anymore because look at what she's done. Or my son is on drugs and he's not going to bring these into my home. So I'm going to kick him out. I'm kicking him out because I don't have to put up with this. And sometimes God's heart is not there. Sometimes he says, trust me, even though you can't trust them. 
trust my heart and my love and my protection as you love them through this. You know, control says I must protect myself. God says, can you allow me to to protect you? Control says I must protect myself. God says, will you allow me to protect you? Will you allow me to protect your heart in that moment where you don't trust anyone around you? Will you allow me to love that person through you when you don't trust them? You know, if I, uh, Lord, <laughs> sorry, I'm about to pray to God. Uh, folks, God does not always ask us to follow what we believe is the, is the way of this world. He asks us to think outside the box. He loves to be outside the box. You have anything you want to say before we close? No. You know, I just want to say, you know, Father, Father I do want to pray. Because uh, you keep coming to my mind. So I pray for folks right now who've heard what we're talking about tonight and are beginning to think outside the box. Because you are a God that sometimes calls us to the, to the supernatural. To the, to the El Shaddai God. That is the God of the impossible. And so I pray, Father, that anyone listening can learn to trust you outside the box rather than always trying to make you fit to their box we hope you join us next week we thank you jesus for being here and we will keep talking about offering real answers to life's tough questions and we'll see you next week god bless you Thank you for listening to Healing Hidden Wounds, sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We hope through the words spoken here, you found Christ's hope, healing, and restoration. Shadow of His Wings is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, and this radio show is listener-supported. Please go to www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com to donate if you'd like to support the work we do. 